This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Thank you so much. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit about our sponsor, American Financing. You've heard me talk about this a million times. Um, and what's amazing to me is American Financing says every day more and more people are calling uh, from the audience. So uh, I don't know why you haven't done it yet. If you haven't uh, called them yet and you're paying over 3% for your mortgage, please call. If you have an adjustable mortgage, please get out of that. Um, high interest credit cards, call them. Find out if you can do a consolidation loan. There are so many options uh, available for you, and now really is the time to act. So call them. Uh, American Financing. You could save up to $1,000 a month. You could be you know, not paying your mortgage for two months straight, and you can close in as little as 10 days. It would save you so much money in the long run. Please call American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. Hour two of the podcast broadcast coming up. city of Dallas, Texas. Hello and welcome to the Glenn Beck program. This hour, we have Nikki Haley on. We're going to talk to her a little bit about what's happening in China, the Olympics, also some of the other things happening around the world. But first, I want to start with the things that the federal government are doing right now that are violating the Constitution. And it doesn't seem that we have very many Republicans that care and zero Democrats that care. Your rights, my rights, our children's rights. This is the only thing we should be focused on right now. I'll show you the violation, clear violation, in 60 seconds. First, let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour, and it is Relief Factor. Ernie wrote in about his uh, experience with Relief Factor. He said, I had arthritis in my trigger finger so uh, bad that I, it practically killed me to try to bend it. But after taking Relief Factor, there's no pain, uh, no pain at all. I can bend my finger. 
Like there was never anything wrong with it. I'm 66. I can shoot my pistol with no pain. Heck, my hip pain even went away as well. I highly recommend Relief Factor. Ernie, thank you so much. It sounds like you have your priorities straight. I got to get back into the saddle so I can shoot. A three-week quick start developed for you is only $19.95. That's a dollar a day. Like a trial pack, hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor and 70% of them come back month after month for more. That says a lot. ReliefFactor.com. Call 800-4-RELIEF. Get the 1995 three-week quick start developed just for you. It's ReliefFactor.com. 800, the number four, relief. ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. So I'm doing my show from uh, my art studio today at my house. Uh, Stu is, I don't know where, where, are you in a little closet at your house, Stu? Where is? I'm in my uh, wife's podcast studio right now. Um, really? I've got a fluorescent pink uh, uh, neon sign behind me. How come um, it's not like turned on? like any man would. Yeah, of I, course That's it a would. good question. Yeah. I, I, I think I can, can you turn uh, it on? figure out how to turn it on. I, yeah, me. okay. The reason why we're at home is it is very, very uh, cold here. And we have, well, the grass is almost covered with snow. And no one, and I mean no one drives when it's like this in uh, Texas, mainly because it usually rains before it turns to snow. So you've got a nice sheet, a thick sheet of ice underneath this little bit of snow. And we don't have, believe it or not, I mean, it makes sense. Uh, we don't have any salt trucks. We don't have any snow plows. We have nothing. So we wait at home until it melts. And I'm not making that up. Uh, the first year that it snowed here, when I when I got here, uh, I said, so how long is it? And they said, well, I think the weather says it'll be, you know, 35 to 40 degrees on Monday. So probably Monday. And I'm like, we really wait until it melts? Uh-huh. That's what we do. Uh, so that's why we're, uh, that's why we're home today, but we did not want to miss a day cause there's a lot going on. Um, let me give you the latest from the Capitol judicial watch, a group that you can join a group that you can, you know, send even 10 bucks a month to and help them on their work. Judicial watch is a remarkable organization. They are challenging an attempt by the U S Capitol police to block uh, any of us from seeing the uh, videos and emails related to the January 6th Capitol riot. Now, Congress is arguing through the police department, Capitol Police, uh, Congress is arguing that the videos and the emails that are being sought are not matters of public record and, quote, I'm quoting, there is no public interest in their release. Um, I don't think that's true. I don't know about you, Stu, but I'm kind of interested in seeing all of the videos and the emails that were, it seems to me to be a, a matter of, you know, that the public would be interested in. Yeah, it seems like um, they keep telling us this is as bad as the Civil War and the worst thing that's happened in the United States for hundreds of years. Perhaps yeah. the information about how it occurred and who was behind it might be important. Um, I don't know. That seems pretty basic to me, especially yeah. when you uh, when you embrace their view of this incident. You have to release this stuff. It's vital yeah. for our national security. 
So they say there's no public interest in the release, and uh, Congress is claiming that sovereign immunity prevents citizens from suing for the release of any of these documents. Sovereign immunity. Now, I'm 56, almost 57. I've never heard the United States government (laughs) use sovereign immunity before. Have you? Yeah. No, I don't think I have. And I'm fascinated as to who this claim is coming from. Every single time someone um, has an incident with police, even if the perpetrator has a gun pointed at them, uh, we are we demand every video. We demand every piece of information from behind the scenes. The police are constantly forced to release all sorts of information, which is, I mean, fine. I mean, investigation should be you'd expect but mm-hmm. that's it's it's the left always claiming that the police are hiding something except this one time this one right. time the police are are magically perfect people that made no right. mistakes and we're excited uh to embrace them just this one time never again not before not after <laughs> but this one time we love them yeah. we love them and, and you don't know who's making these claims yes you do it's nancy pelosi Nancy Pelosi is in charge of the Capitol Police. If that just doesn't sound like a really good idea, I just don't know what is. Uh, Wow, is that bad? So she's the one claiming the sovereign immunity, and she says uh, people don't have any reason to ask for this stuff. I think we have every reason to ask for this stuff. Um, And I would be asking for it if it was BLM. I'd want to see all of the videotape on BLM as well. I'd like to know, was anybody involved? Who was involved? Were the police involved? I would ask the same thing, and you know they would. Uh, You know, I'd like to know, let's say, perhaps, was our vice president uh, uh, raising money to bail out uh, terrorists and criminals? Uh, I'd love to know uh, the details behind that. I'd like to know where the money came from for all of uh, all of that behavior. That was pretty interesting. Mm. There's a lot. Mm-hmm. And we don't need to make it a hypothetical here. Let's actually get that information from the mm. 2020 riots. I think it would be fascinating to learn all of that. Yeah, it would. Uh, by the way, an update on the trucker protest uh, in Ottawa. Uh, I mean, it is so bad there, as you know. I mean, they're burning Ottawa to the ground. Or not. Are, are they? Um, oh. Hmm? Well, I will say the damage they're doing to the climate, Glenn, is basically the same thing as burning it to the ground. It is driving around. It's our Holocaust. It's our Holocaust. (laughs) Um, Police in Ottawa now say the military may be needed to disband the uh, anti-vaccination protests. Um, The military. Can you even imagine? Now, it is Canada, but still, can you imagine... The military coming in to, oh, I don't know, Portland? While they were burning federal buildings, what they screamed, almighty God, help us. If And they were screaming to Zuckerberg when they said that. But almighty God, help us. How are we going to stop this? It, the, the military for a peaceful protest. Okay. Now. Some people here in America have had an idea, and that is, why don't we do that, uh, coordinate a convoy from California to Washington, D.C.? 
The convoy is called Convoy to DC 2022. It had over 130,000 members, and it was being used to plan a protest of mandates in parts of the United States. And it was inspired by this uh, trucker's um, uh, you know, convoy up in Canada. Facebook has now shut that down. Um, it's, it's too dangerous. Um, these are radicals. These are, these are people that just hate our government. These are anarchists. Uh, they're truckers, for the love of Pete. They're truckers. And they've shut it down off of Facebook. Mm. Now, who do you think, do you think anybody in the government might have been consulted on that? Or do you think it's all the DNC operatives that have worked for past presidents and past administrations that are now at very high levels at Facebook so they don't have to call? Which do you think it is? seems like... Glenn, you have another hypothetical example of information we'd like to have. Uh, you've discovered another that example. Is, <laughs> that it is would be really weird. interesting to know. Yeah, you know. It, uh, by the uh, way, uh, they Facebook stock is the valuation is down over a hundred billion dollars. Um, I think it was a hundred billion dollars or something. Ridiculous amount of money because they uh, they're starting to lose users. Finally, yeah. after all this time, I mean, they've been growing and growing and growing all this time, even as people have sort of soured on Facebook and started to drift away a little bit, they have, uh, they have gone down, um, you know, uh, in, in users for the first time ever, and their stock is tanking because of it. Um, it's not, a, I, I mean, we kind of all thought this would happen eventually, but part of this, I think, is really that people just don't believe it's a place where you can go and, and share information and, and draw, you know, grow a group of like-minded people anymore. It's the opposite. It's now a place where you go to get shut down. You, you put a lot of effort in, you build a group, and then when it doesn't align with the politics of the organization, they just shut it down and, and, and erase all of your work. People hate that. Um, I will tell you that it is going to, all these places are going to go the way of uh, CNN, which is, it's over, gang. CNN, thank God, is over. Facebook is one chat box masturbator away from from uh, CNN. That's the only, that's really, at this point, the only real difference. They are the enforcement arm. So is Google, uh, you know, Instagram, all of them. They are the enforcement arm, and our government is colluding with them and encouraging the social media platforms to get rid of any controversial, and when I say controversial, I mean anyone who isn't in total lockstep with this administration. This is fascism, and America knows it. They know it. Um, and uh, they're just not going to put up with it. And I think also the metaverse thing is scaring people a little bit. I don't think that's why they've got cancellations, but I think the more you know about the metaverse, the scarier it is. Um, yeah, and Glenn, and, I, if I could just, I, 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 I want to make sure we, when we make mistakes, we get them right. I said a hundred billion dollars. That's not right. The number is a hundred and sixty billion dollars in one geez. day. Jeez, <laughs> that's a lot of money. Mark might even feel that one. That was one day. Hmm. That means major money, major money. That wasn't done by just you know, ma and pa. Who is sending Mark Zuckerberg a message? Because it may not be the message 
we expect. It may not be the message that, hey, uh, you know, we're sick of you. This very well may be you're not doing enough hmm. because the major investor well, is in, in, I mean, the government is directing the funds uh, in the stock market. That That's, I think, pretty obvious. You know, and Glenn, you know, the, the nice way to talk about Mark Zuckerberg from our perspective and, and all these tech companies is that they are in a difficult spot. They are getting pressure, yes, from us when we say stop censoring us. And they, I think they hear that at some level. But the mm. mo they're getting more pressure from the left than they are from us. They are getting pressure from their side to shut down all of this. Why are people even like, you know, Rand Paul, a sitting senator, why does he still have an account? Why does Glenn Beck still have an account? I mean, think about that from the left's perspective. That's totally unacceptable to them. And they, I think, are, are getting lots of pressure to shut this down. Now, part of this is, too, I mean, look, you're, they're losing uh, users for the first time in their history. So it's also a right. big financial uh, part of this. But I, I do think the overall reason this is going on, why are they losing users? Well, that goes back to these discussions. And it's going to continue to pummel this company if they can't figure out a way uh, to keep the people who actually like their service and want to use it happy. They seem to be antagonistic toward them all the time. Um, I want to talk to you about uh, Silicon Valley and something that we talked about last night on the TV show, on the Wednesday night special. It was all about big tech, Wall Street, and politicians that have sold out our country. Sold it out. And the question on each category um, that I had was why? And I want to talk to you about big tech and Zuckerberg and Google and Microsoft. Um, they, they, they see the world much differently than you and me. And when you understand that, you'll understand why they're all pushing for the Great Reset, while they, why they are acting as fascists. I want to go there in 60 seconds. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. It's important to me that you understand what is coming. That is my job, to warn if I see things over the horizon. And I've been warning that uh, tough times are coming. I have also tried to let you know that hard times make us. It's always the hard times that make us better people. So don't be afraid of the hard times, just be prepared. And one of the things you can do is make sure that you have your finances really buttoned up. Um, it, have you a mortgage that is over 3%? If you do, get it refinanced. Do you have an adjustable mortgage? Get that into a locked down mortgage right now. Uh, do you have um, credit card bills? that you're fighting to keep paying because of the high interest that is happening every single month. That high interest is going to get even higher soon. Please do everything you can to shore yourself up. Call American Financing now at American Financing. The number is um, 800, hang on, let me see. I gotta get, there it is on the screen, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. Do it now. 10 seconds, station ID.
So how is it that these big companies can be all for the the fascism? And let's call it what it is. We got to start calling a few things uh, right. Um, what the government is is moving into with this public private partnership and the way they're controlling voices, that is fascism. Uh, when it comes to China, call it by its name. It is evil. It is an evil system. It is an evil country. That doesn't make the people. It's just like we found out after Russia. The, when the Soviet Union fell, we all thought, oh, the people all want to vaporize us. No, they didn't. They were just like us. The people are being held down by an evil government in China. Let's stop pretending that it's anything else. Um, when you look at Zuckerberg and Google, the things that they have done, to build the the social credit scores and to build the monitoring systems uh, that China uses. Those were built by Americans. How can they do that? Peter Schweizer said uh, to me last night on TV, he, he was talking about how they have a God complex that they just think they know better um, and they can manipulate uh, things and they see the world that they want to see and they think they can change everything and they believe they're going to change it for the better. Some are motivated by greed, but I think a lot of these guys are motivated because, you know, just like a lot of crazy scientists in the past, they think that this will make the world better. And so they have no stop. They don't stop to ask ethical questions. They also businesses they don't like government. So why would they be in bed with government? Because the government is saying, we'll work with you. So we'll cut all your red tape. You just do the things we want you to do. They like the system in China because they think China gets things done. China will provide the financing for big ideas. They'll, they'll just clear the decks of all the red tape, so to speak. Um, and so they can get it done. That's why they're for this fascism. They want to get things done. And they don't want other countries and different laws everywhere. And they don't want to fight with the governments. And they certainly don't want to have to fight with the shareholders and justify everything to them. They'd rather just go to one committee and say, okay, we answer to you guys. That's what's happening. And uh, they think they're right. They're they're as wrong as they have always been in these situations, but this time it's a digital ghetto, and that wall is being built, and many people are finding themselves behind that wall. We've got to wake our fellow citizens up and educate them and ourselves and stand up and say, not, not in my lifetime. No, we're not going there. The Glenn Beck Program. So there's like an eighth of an inch of snow here in Dallas uh, today. Uh, so the entire city is shut down. And uh, so I'm home. I'm broadcasting from my, my wife's very Instagram-friendly. Uh, Lisa Page made me do it studios, complete with the uh, fluorescent neon sign behind me. Uh, so I look, I look wonderful. This is why I look so good. It's at least part of the reason. Uh, if you're looking to look uh, so wonderful uh, for yourself here in the future, you can get yourself the best in skincare. We're talking about Genucel. Valentine's Day is just around the corner. Uh, they've got the anti-aging primer, um, which is going on now, free. 
with every order of GenuCell's most popular package. Uh, they're also going to give you 60% off of that. Again, guys, Valentine's Day. It's around the corner. I'm borrowing my wife's podcast studio. I have to, I have to, I have to do something here. I can't just screw this up like you know every other year. Uh, Soretta in Tacoma says the primer is amazing. It makes me look like I have an airbrushed look. It's like having a filter on an Instagram filter all the time. Visit genucell.com right now. Enter the promo code Beck35 for an extra thirty-five bucks off at checkout. It's only two weeks of this special. Don't miss it. Genucell.com. G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. The code is Beck35. Hey, Nikki Haley, to talk about China and the Olympics and war with Russia next. This is the Glenn Beck program. We have a former UN ambassador, uh, Nikki Haley, on the phone. And Nikki, I want to make sure I have this right. Are you for the United States going to China and participating in the Olympic Games? Absolutely not. I mean, it's okay. horrifying right. that we are letting our athletes, one, go to this genocide state that is full surveillance, that is n- they're not protected. Um, they'll be surveilled. Everything they say or do will be watched. And China has already said if they step out of line at all, they'll be punished by Chinese law. I can't believe we're putting them in this situation. We are extremely proud of our athletes. But, you know, at some point, what is Biden and company going to do if they speak out, if they say something and China goes in and holds them and punishes them? I mean, it's it's unthinkable. So because I've read a couple of um, articles that you have either penned or co-penned and you do talk about all of the abuses and everything else, but you're like, go have a good time, make good memories, but be careful. And, and I don't think we should be sending them at all. I don't, I mean, I, I am, I am not a, a boycott person. I'm not a trade embargo kind of guy, but China is evil. And it's time people start saying that. Absolutely. And we were the first to, to lead the boycott, the, the Beijing Olympics from, you know, well over a year ago saying this was a massive mistake. And we called the diplomatic boycott a joke because China doesn't care if Biden shows up. It's our athletes they wanted. Mm-hmm. But the reason Senator Rich and I penned this op-ed was because no one is telling the athletes, this is what you're walking into. So if you are going to go to these Olympics, no, this is what they're going to do to you. This is how they're going to watch you. And this is what they're willing to do if you go and speak out of line. It's, it's the reality of the situation that Biden is allowing them to go. And I think it's a terrible mistake. I think that we shouldn't have anything to do with this. And there were other countries that were right there with us. You know, Canada had said boycott the Olympics. Australia had said that, you know, we could have really had a coalition where we said we were not going to do this. And I would say right now, I don't think anybody should watch the Olympics. I don't think anybody should support these sponsors that are sitting there sponsoring the Olympics and showing total hypocrisy. Well, it seems to be the way of the world now uh, is to be hypocrites. We have, I don't know if you've seen, it just came out this week, Peter Schweitzer's new book. Um, Peter is, you know, a a very credible investigative journalist. He spent about a year and a half on this book. And 
when he first started talking to me about it, I thought it was going to be an expose of what the Bidens have been doing in China. That's one chapter. He exposes what is happening in our country. And Nikki, it's treasonous. It's treasonous. Um, they are taking money from companies that are run by the intelligence agency uh, over in China. And it's it's everyone. It, it Our president has taken $31 million from these companies. And he's involved well, I, deeply with them. It, it, how well, do you trust and anything? Then, no, and you know what the most interesting thing is, and I'm just shocked by this, is they're not even hiding it. So you no. go and say, okay, we're going to give everybody COVID tests. So guess what? If any of you signed up for the COVID test, wait till you get them, turn it over, because guess what? They're made in China, Glenn. Those tests are made in China. Think about that. It's unthinkable. We're getting our N95 masks from China. You're now giving Americans tests from China. And by the way, do you trust those? Do you think those are accurate? And then you look at everything else. You've got our American companies going. You've got Coke criticizing the Georgia voting law, yet they're going to turn around and, and support an Olympics where you've got genocide. You've got Airbnb pledging to respect human rights from a, a country that has complete surveillance over their people. You've got Procter & Gamble promoting racial equity. How is that even how can you even translate that when you talk about China? So this is something where America needs to wake up. You and I had a conversation. I think it's still online about what keeps me up at night. And I talked about the dangers of China. And at some point, America has to wake up and realize you can't go half-assed on China. You have to either understand the full threat that they are and deal with them or you might as well just be standing shoulder to shoulder and let them just take over well, everything we do and how we do it. We've seen this in our universities. We're now seeing this in our medical care. You're seeing this with our companies. They've tried to influence our education. This is going to continue to be a problem unless we wake up and say enough. They, they haven't tried. They have, they have succeeded. If you read Peter's book, it, it, they have succeeded and you have, politicians on both sides of the aisle the reason why you know nobody's going to investigate joe biden and his connections to china which are unbelievable it is like if ronald reagan uh had his family involved with a company in russia that was run by the head of the kgb we would have said absolutely not but nobody in Congress is going to say anything. Nobody in the media is going to say anything. Media can't say anything because ABC is owned by Disney and they want to build more parks. NBC is universal and they want their movies shown. So you can't trust the media. And Mitch McConnell is knee deep almost as much as, as Joe, Joe Biden is. Everybody's involved well, in it. This isn't about Republican or Democrat. This is about America. And I think right. understanding the true threats of China. And so we have to call it out wherever we see it. I mean, I think this goes back to I, one, Glenn, I am shocked that we still have not held China to account on what they've done with COVID. And then you go and you look into not only did they let COVID out, whether maliciously or not, but we funded that research. Think about that. 
I mean, I mean, all of these things, if you go and you peel it back, this is not that you can be with China sometimes. You have to see China as our number one threat in the world. They are continuing to strengthen their military, modernize their military. They have the largest naval fleet in the world. They have more air defense systems than we do. They are continuing to steal intellectual property. Um, They are continuing now to surveil Americans, and we're allowing that to happen. Apparently, we have no issue with that with our athletes. They are continuing to heavily invest in South um, America and Africa They are constantly going and getting these projects just so that they can turn around and get their ports, get their military installations, get their utilities. They are, I mean, I have said for a long time, the biggest issue I have is President Xi has a commission that he chairs that says any company that does business with China has to cooperate with our Chinese military, has to cooperate with their Chinese military. Think about our data companies, Glenn. Think about our tech companies. Think about our they financial know. data. Think they about know. Our data. They have access to all of that. All and of Google, that. Google will not help us, our country, but Google is helping China develop AI. And if anyone Absolutely. understands AI, the country that gets it first will rule. And China is, is buying Google yeah. and buying off everyone, and we, Americans, are over there helping them develop AI. Glenn, China's leading the charge on AI. And just for your listeners to understand, artificial intelligence, what they do is they are getting a machine that learns from trial and error. So that this is not a person behind the machine. This is the machine acting on its own. And so when you go and you start to allow all of this technology and all of these machines to start doing something that is Chinese-led, there's going to reach a point where those systems are going to overcome everything. China's not wasting a second, a second in trying to dominate. And we have to stop. And all we're doing is infighting. We've got a lot of infighting within our country, and the rest of the world is taking off because they see us as so incredibly distracted. But honestly, Nikki, it is because our our agencies have completely surrendered to either. And I'd love to talk to you about this at some point, this global idea of a great reset um, where the corporations and as Joe Biden says, public private partnerships, where it's a different system entirely. They've either surrendered to that or they surrendered to the Chinese and they don't care anymore. They don't care. I had a congressman tell me last week that our FBI is now, and this is a really buttoned up, calm congressman. He's not a flamethrower. He said the FBI, he considers them to be the KGB at this point. They're completely out of control. Who is going to step in um, as the president who has the balls to shut these agencies down and restaff them. We don't need a great reset. We we need to turn the computer off and on and restore to factory settings. It's a clean house situation. It's changing with the times. You know, I said when you look at just our CIA, how did what I mean Biden is a failure. We know that. But how did we how did our intelligence agencies not know what was going to happen in Afghanistan? How did that happen? 
How did we not know about 9-11? How have all of these things have continued to happen in the intelligence agencies for years? And we're behind the gun. We don't even see things as they're happening. I saw it at the State Department. As UN ambassador, we literally stopped listening to the State Department and did our own thing. Everything you saw me do with the UN, I did by talking to the president directly and we made moves at the UN because if it were up to the State Department, we would have we would never have gotten out of the Iran deal. We never would have held North Korea to account. We never would have started calling out China and made sure they weren't infiltrating agencies. We never would have punished Russia for all that they were doing in terms of hacking and, and cyber problems. None of that was happening. And so they sit back because they're either being paid by someone or they're friends with someone that's got foreign interests. That's the problem. Until we decide that this is about America and American lives and protecting it, we are completely compromised. Nikki Haley, former ambassador to the United Nations, also former South Carolina governor and author of the book, With All Due Respect, uh, she has an article in USA Today. Congratulations, U.S. athletes. She, what she is saying is you're entering an evil country that is going to monitor everything you do, think, and look at. Be really careful. Um, Nikki, it's great to talk to you as always. Thank you for your service, and uh, thanks for being very clear on China. Appreciate it. Thank you, my friend. I look forward to seeing you soon. You got it. All right, let me tell you. About our sponsor, this half hour, our, uh, our sponsor is realestateagentsitrust.com. Let's say you decided that you wanted to sell your home and buy another one. What's your first move? You got to get a real estate agent, right? Do you even know where to begin? Do you, do you have the ability to organize everything that needs to be done in the right way so it can be done uh, efficiently? Who is going to navigate this housing market? This is a very tricky housing market, depending on where you're living. Who is going to help get your house sold and get you into the right house, whether it's across the street or across the country? May I suggest Mercury, my company, um, started another company called realestateagentsitrust.com. These people don't work for us. We monitor them. We interview them. We only accept, I think there's a thousand agents, maybe, maybe 2,000. But there's a waiting list, literally, of 5,000 people. We don't make it, we, we don't put so many people on that we can't monitor them. We want to make sure that they are serving you. These are the people that we have found to have the best practices. They are the people that are the best in the area, and they're the person that can help you because they've done it a million times before. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Free service to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. The Grind Back Program. Nikki Haley is, uh, I mean, she hasn't announced or nor has she talked to me about this at all, but I have a feeling she's going to be running for president. Perhaps not if Donald Trump decides to run for president. Um, I, I don't know, except for like Liz Cheney, I don't know who would run against Donald Trump. That, I mean, you know, I think he's proven that it doesn't matter who's in front of him. He can, he can clean your clock.
Um, now that doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't mean that in the general election, um, you know, I, I really think they're going to run Hillary Clinton. I really do. Can I, have I told you I, so the, have they I told you my place? Yeah. I don't, I, just, I don't um, understand the logic. Uh, has, uh, oh, she's because she's, you know, a return to common sense. Um, the, uh, the one thing that, uh, I, I think a golden opportunity for Biden is to flush Kamala Harris down the toilet, uh, by putting her as a Supreme court justice, uh, and appointing her Supreme court justice and then removing her as vice president. So somebody else can come in like a Hillary Clinton. I don't think, I mean, Biden might do it at this point. But I think that the real progressives would would hate that. But if you don't think that Hillary would shiv her way into that office and then shiv him for the presidency, because he's not running. There's no way he's going to run again. No way. I don't think that's true. I think he wants to run. And if he's if he's healthy enough, I think he'll try it. Uh, whether it will work or not, oh. I don't know. Um, the best I, I thing think, that uh, Donald Trump, if that's true, the best thing Donald Trump can do is do his strategy Donald, uh, that Joe Biden strategy of just let him talk. Just, oh, yeah, let him. Talk. Oh, it's what he should have done in 2020, too, uh, yeah. frankly. <laughs> yeah, uh, probably. I mean, I just think I we getting you can get so deep into this. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what their path is. Don't have a bench that is exciting to anyone. I mean, if you're going back to Hillary Clinton, he's already lost. She's already lost to Donald Trump. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. you're going to take the one person who's lost to Donald Trump in a presidential election and run her again? I mean, if that's their plan, they they're worse <laughs> off th- than even I imagine. They I'm are. not saying I'm not saying she's going to win the nomination, um, even though I think she will. I mean, who else do you have? Gavin Newsom? Maybe. Maybe Gavin Newsom. But Hillary wants it this and she's going to run the Glenn Beck program.